quick reminder, the host of this show are employees of Mach 1 Financial Group. Guests on the show may be clients of Mach 1 Financial Group and comments should not be taken as an endorsement or testimonial of the firm. Comments are the sole opinion of the speaker and do not reflect the opinion of Mach 1 Financial Group. This podcast is for informational purposes only and nothing said on the show should be taken as investment advice. Employees and clients of Mach 1 Financial Group may maintain positions in the securities or strategies discussed. Hello and welcome to the Mach 1 Market Moment where we provide financial information on topics such as investing, insurance, financial planning, and everything related to your money. This is Matt Walters here with David and today on the podcast we have a very special guest but before we introduce him we just wanted to welcome to the show David, our CEO and founder. David, how are you doing today? Doing great. Always happy to be here, Matt. Awesome. And Natalie, our producer, marketing director, she produces the show. Natalie, how are you today? Doing wonderful. Awesome. So, like I said, we're going to jump straight into it. A lot going on. We have a very special guest. Um, Mayor Peter Christie from Bella Vista um, is joining us on the show. So a quick intro um, for for Mayor Christie. Uh, he was sworn in as the second mayor of Bella Vista back in 2015. Uh, originally from Canada, he lived in, him and his wife Connie lived in Arizona and Illinois for four and 12 years um, before moving to Bella Vista. He has an extensive business background, spent 22 years in the telecommunications industry, um, four years in Saudi Arabia. His experience includes finance, sales, IT, account support, and I know he's brought a, brought a lot of that business experience and expertise to the city of Bella Vista, which um, I think has been extremely valuable. Peter and Connie have two sons. One is a veteran of the U.S. Army and the other to serve active member of the U.S. Coast Guard, and they have four grandchildren, two boys and two girls, and we appreciate both of their, all of their service. Absolutely. So, Mayor Christie, happy to have you on the show. Thanks for joining us. Pleasure to be here. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, let's jump into it. There's a lot going on. Everybody know if you live here in Northwest Arkansas, you know Bella Vista has become one of the happening spots, right? There's a lot of growth, <laughs> a lot of people moving to Bella Vista. It's not the old quiet retirement community it maybe once was. Um, no, not even close. Yeah. <laughs> when we look at the at the uh, demographics, the east side, east side, west side, seventy one is the division. Um, the average age is forty one on the west side. It's down to fifty six. If you talk to the realtors, if an older couple is selling their house, there's an 80% chance that a young family is going to buy it. Um, the houses sell very, very quickly, especially those priced 250 and less. They're gone in days. If it's a townhouse, they're gone in hours. There's an interesting thing, you know, the trails that we've put in. We're just finishing the last of the, of the second uh, section, which is 52 miles. And... Um, I get people who are riding the trails telling me all the time, man, I moved here just for the trails. And I said, well, what about a job? Oh, I worry about that after I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> but as a result of all that, um, and we're in the middle of a, of a building boom, our, our new residential housing permits will be well over 300 this year. It was 283 last year, 275 the year before that. To put it into perspective, since the end of 2013, the aggregate growth of new houses is 3,500%. Wow. And the so reason is, the you know, the lots are much cheaper. Yeah. Bentonville has pretty much priced itself out of the out of the market for the young uh, families. Right. And um, plus, we're in a very 
nice setting. You're not going out onto your back deck and looking into all your other neighbors' back decks. Yep. You're usually looking Got into a hollow and you can see some deer going down there and the trails are right beside you. Yeah. Plus we have golf and the other amenities that the POA offer. Um, it's a nice lifestyle. It really is. I've always thought Bella Vista has um, great amenities, especially for the pretty modest cost that, yes. that you have to pay. I mean, golf, tennis, uh, What's the one where you have the uh, the big paddles, kind of like ping pong on a tennis court? Oh, the pickleball. Pickleball. Pickle yep. The lakes. The lakes. That's true. The swimming pools. It's it's a great community. It really is. It really is. And where we have um, really seen a lot of positive change in our finances is during the COVID crisis, which, you know, all the other cities were saying, oh, what was me? Because my sales tax is going down. Yeah. Ours has gone up. <laughs> this is probably the only time you'll ever hear me say this, but I'm glad I don't have a convention center and I don't have hotels. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's no a kidding. good point. Yeah. That's a great point. So I've got people staying at home yeah. and they're buying from the internet. Yeah. So we have the new internet sales tax that went in last year. That's our big number one driver. The second is the home building industry is the second one. Because even if they buy outside of Bella Vista, the tax rule is if it's being delivered to Bella Vista, you pay Bella Vista tax. Yeah. And so year to date, August, we're always two months behind because it takes, it takes state two months to get sales tax to us. Anyway, <laughs> um, year to date, August, against our 2020 budget, we're 432000 over on our sales. Wow. And compared against previous year, I'm over 700000 And that's good for us because we have still a lot of infrastructure that has to be addressed and looked at, fixed. Um, so I'm excited with that. And I'm very, very pleased that our reserves are still very high. We have well over $8 million in reserves. We put in a fiscal policy in 2018 by ordinance, so it's by law, um, which addresses how much we have to keep in reserve at all times. A lot of cities don't have this. And by law, we have to have 25% of our unrestricted income, which is roughly $4 million, and we have over eight. Wow. So we're sitting at about 52% right now, as of the end of August. And uh, so it doesn't include calculating all the money that the Walton family gives us for trails and everything else. This is truly unrestricted. Wow. And um, so we're very, very healthy. We have very little debt. We just issued our very first bond for infrastructure improvement. And believe it or not, S&P gave us a double A minus, and this is the first time wow. out of the gate. But we had been preparing for this for three years, hmm. and um, it paid off. Yeah, for sure. Uh, on that note, one thing I wanted to talk about um, is, you know, could you talk just briefly about how you think your business background has helped contribute to being the mayor? Because we see that even on a national level, right? The the benefits of having someone that uh, knows business being able to run a government whether it's a city government or a national government uh ultimately i've always thought that government is like a a huge business and it needs to be run like any other business do you no, want to talk to that sure no you're absolutely correct um in fact about a year into my first term so i've been around early 2016 i can remember saying to my wife it's as if i've been trained for this all my life because mm -hmm. i am running it like a business um, I knew that it would take three and a half years to turn it around to where I wanted it. That's what I did for years 
in in the uh, corporate business. I was I was a VP of of services with NCR, and my job was to turn around high profile accounts that were running in trouble. And so I did the same thing. I knew it would take three and a half. It did take three and a half. And there's a very easy measurement. When you go away on vacation and you come back, if the house is on fire, (laughs) (laughs) you probably haven't got the right policies or the right people in place. Good point. And after my third year, I came back from uh, vacation and there was nothing. Yeah. And I knew then. Okay, we're there. Yeah. Now I can let them run the business. Yeah. I can oversee it. And now I can begin looking for the future. And that's when we began looking at the bond because I knew that there was a whole bunch of infrastructure stuff we needed to get done because of this huge growth. Yeah. I will not let us play catch up because you never get caught up. Yeah. And I'm going to manage the growth. I don't want the growth managing us. For sure. And so that's the way I, I have always viewed it. I've put together probably the best leadership team I've ever had in my life. And it's a real pleasure because I don't have to worry about what's happening in any department. So yeah, speaking of building your leadership team, one of the things that, you know, we that kind of goes along with what we do here at Mach One is helping people manage their retirements and 401ks and things like that. So I know that the city of Bella Vista has some of the best benefit programs of any competitor employer in the area. Would you like to address that for a few minutes? Yeah, I believe that's true. Um, Because we have a very small commercial tax base, it's very difficult for us to compete with the Bentonvilles of the world um, on the hourly rate, say for entry level people coming into the streets department or whatever. Um, So what we did was I made a very conscious decision. I, I hired our very first HR director. We'd never had one before. And we sat down and we reviewed all our plans, health, dental, vision. It's called a 457, but it's the same as a 401k with a a match from the employer. And we completely changed everything. We raised some of the um, base rates based on a salary survey that we had done. And we're going to have another one done next year, by the way. And then we began to look at the benefits. Because if I can't match you on the hourly rate, I'm going to beat you on the benefits. Yes. And so we brought in an HSA. A lot of a lot of cities don't have it. And we brought in a health savings account. Yes, a health savings account. And then on the health side, we also improved the two plans that were there already. Um, we extended the coverage and we also have the city paying for more than they ever did before. So it cuts down the uh, the burden of cost on the employee. Yeah. And that has worked very, very well for us, especially the HSA, because it's a cheaper plan. It's got a higher deductible. But if you're young and you're fit and we throw in $50 a month, if you're just single coverage, if you got family coverage, it's $100 a month. And it's not much, but it's something. And the big thing is, of course, with an HSA is when you leave the employee that money's yours. Take it with you. It's <clears throat> almost take like it another it. Roth IRA, right? Yeah, that's right. We're gonna, actually going to have a whole podcast discussion on the benefits of HSA coming mm-hmm. up in the no, next it's few great. weeks. Yeah. It's great. I've had one for years. Yeah, um, It's a nice, tidy little sum. We'll just keep it until we need it. Yeah. And um, on the on the 401k, it's actually called a 457 in the, um, in the municipal world. We actually do a two for one up to a max of 5%. You will never see that in the corporate world. Correct. Never, 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 never. So for every dollar you put in, 
the city will put in two up to the yeah. max of five. It's a phenomenal benefit. In fact, that's what I was really alluding to, as you yeah. probably knew when I <laughs> talked about some of the best benefits I've ever seen. The two for one match at, yeah. at Bella Vista is fantastic. And you've been able to do all that and provide all those benefits to recruit great talent. And you're in better, sounds like better fiscal shape than you've ever been. Yeah, we are. And, you know, when I actually go to hire a good performer and someone who's going to report to me as a department head, I don't just look around here. For example, when we were looking for a, a new chief of police, cast the net far and wide over the whole nation. We had over 200 applicants and we whittled it down to five. Hmm. And so the panel was myself, my HR director, Chief Simpson from Bentonville, a man I admire very much. And then I had come here from Goodyear, Arizona, and I'd been a volunteer police officer there when I wasn't working with NCR on the weekends. And um, so I called up the assistant chief and I said, I need a fresh set of eyes. This is what we're trying to do. Will you talk to chief? And if he agrees, then come on out and join the team. And he did. And so I had this very wide perspective of people looking at the candidates. And at the end of the day, I said, who? And they all agreed, it's James Graves and, and Chief Graves is now our man. Yeah. So I think, again, that's putting your business savvy towards something rather than just saying, well, who's next in line? And, yes. you know, when bumping just up. Promoting from within, regardless Correct. of whether that's the most qualified person or not. Now, we do have some excellent people that we're yeah. grooming on the inside yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, but that's the way I've handled all the hires and it's yeah. been very, very successful. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to get just an update on the bypass. Yeah, that's really easy. I was talking to Brian Powell uh, yesterday. He's the project manager and he said they're still on board. They're going to finish in 2021 and perhaps sooner if the weather's good. That's great. Well, the last few days isn't a good sign about the weather. It's been pretty rough. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think they can probably absorb a few. And <laughs> yeah. Hopefully it clears up for them. So, um, David, you were going to ask the yeah. mayor about the future. So a uh, couple of questions I've got, if you want to kind of cover these both together, what are your biggest challenges that you see for the city of Bella Vista going forward? You mentioned infrastructure needs a, a moment ago. There may be others, but also, you know, beyond that, focusing on the future, what do you, what do you, what does the future look like for the city of Bella Vista? Yeah, you know, the, you know, the biggest challenge has always been the same thing. It's being able to attract new commercial business and, we even had at one point an economic development manager that I brought on board for the first two years, two and a half years. And as you probably know, the original developer is still up in Bella Vista and, and he owns most of the flat land. Mm. And um, it's been very difficult to get them to develop and bring in new business. We've done num uh, numerous surveys out to the residents saying, what do you want? And it's always a Chick-fil-A, a car wash, and then it goes down you know, to, <laughs> uh, to a hotel and whatnot. And we've even had some hotels that are very interested in coming here. So we showed them the flat land and we said, now you have to go back to the original developer because he owns it. And unfortunately, everything, you know, nothing ever happens. So number one, we have to get more commercial development because I don't want, I don't want to raise taxes. Yeah. And so far, we've been able to keep away from doing that yeah. just by sound fiscal management and the bond. Um, because the other thing that we had to be very, very focused on was infrastructure. You know, the big three are always streets, fire, and police. And so streets, as long as issue one gets passed, and I guess we'll know by the time this is aired, that's huge for us. That's half my resurfacing budget. Yeah. 
So that's $618,000 because we spend about 1.2 million every year and, and we resurface either asphalt or, or slurry about 36 miles. Um, in fact, I'm gonna take some of the money that we have this year, I'm gonna double it for next year and do 2.4. But so, so roads are huge. Yeah. But I think we can manage the roads if we get this, this um, issue one installed permanently. The next two are fire and police. We've never had a proper police station. And we need to replace fire station number three on the west side. It was built in 1987. It's a two-man show. It's inadequate for what we need up there with the population. And then we need um, a fire training tower because right now... Uh, this kind of training is mandatory. So we have to send teams outside of the city to other cities to practice on their towers. If something really bad happens, I've got personnel and equipment that should be in Bella Vista elsewhere. And yeah. that's not a good situation to be in. Plus I'm also trying to get the ISO fire rating down from a four to a three. I got it from a six to a four. Um, and having a fire training tower is huge ISO points. Yeah. So we floated um, a, a $24 million bond, the first bond that Bella Vista has ever had. The, uh, the residents approved a one cent uh, sales tax increase back in March to pay for the bond. Um, we stretched it over uh, 25 years, but it's, it's two times covered. So we hope to have it paid in about 12 years. And um, we're already clearing the land for uh, fire station number three. It's almost across the street from where the existing one is. I bought that land two years ago and um, we'll probably have it finished by June or July. The next big one or the biggest of all, all three is, is the police station. It's actually police and, and the court because we didn't have a court till I came on board and, and we went through the legislative hoops and we now have our own court and it's in a rented facility. So we're going to marry them together. It's a 44,000 square foot, uh, two-story, and we are building more than we need right now. We're looking out for the next 35 years. And we're putting in a firing range, an indoor firing range that's going to be 50 yards. There's only one other city within probably 75 to 100 miles that has another indoor that's that long so that you can qualify your officers not only in pistols but rifles. Yeah. And um, so we've put a lot of thought into this building. What do we need going forward? We've got some really smart minds on the architectural side and on the construction side. We've got Height Jackson and they brought in another company out of Chicago. And we have the fellows over at Nabholtz helping us on the construction side. Um, so I would say that probably 2021, 2022 are going to be the year of the infrastructure. Because not only do we have that, but the Mercy Way Bridge is going to be expanded to four lanes and we're going to put a bicycle lane over it as part of the Razorback Greenway extension. Okay. Um, that will start probably the beginning of next year and it'll go for two years. And we're going to keep the northern lanes, actually the two lanes that are there, uh, there now will be the new northern lanes and we're going to build two more lanes on the south side, a sidewalk on the south side, and then we'll put the Razorback Greenway on the north side and it'll be a, a protected uh, laneway. And because um, we now have the Razorback going into uh, Blowing Springs and we're in the process of building a connection between Blowing Springs and Metfield um, and the crews are out there now. It's just it's a beautiful thing. It's winding along Houston Road and going up. And so there are some 3,600 homes that are within easy 
easy distance of that. Uh, that means that the kids can ride their bikes to school down to yeah. Cooper. Families can ride and go all the way to Bentonville, or excuse me, all the way to Fayetteville. Wow. And um, so we've got all this construction going on. There's going to be construction starting soon on the bridges on 340, which is uh, Lancashire. There's one going over Little Sugar Creek right beside the office. And there's Tanyard Creek just further down. And there's going to be Razorback bike lanes going on both of those as well. So we're gearing up. We're going to be, I guess, world-renowned for our trails yeah. as well as our golf and all the other We're already amenities. getting there. We're already becoming the world-renowned destination for biking. We right? are. Yeah. That's very, very true. That's great. Yeah. I think I think we can all agree that you've done a great job and really turned Belle Vista into part of Northwest Arkansas. We can really be proud of and brag about. A lot of people are talking about it. So, um Anyways, we're going to wrap up for the sake of time, but we really appreciate you joining us on the show today and uh, appreciate everything you're doing um, for the city of Bella Vista and Northwest Arkansas as a whole. As always, submit any questions that you have to our website. You can go to the podcast tab and submit them directly on the website, or you can email us at podcast at mock-onefinancial.com. Thank you, Natalie, for producing the show. As always, uh, can you give us an idea of what we have coming up over the next month or two just with events and different things here at Mach 1? Yes. If you are a client of Mach 1, we have our client holiday party. It's going to be Friday, November 20th. So mark that on your calendar. This is the upcoming Tuesday. We have a Social Security Money School session. If you haven't been following our Money School, it's an 11-week series for anything you'd uh, ever want to know about money, but you didn't know who or where to ask. So we have session number nine. It's going to be Social Security this upcoming Tuesday on the 10th. Um, and then followed by Medicare and then end of life decisions the next week. But if you ever have any questions about this podcast, as Matt said, you can email podcast at mock-onefinancial.com or you can go to our website and click on the podcast tab and submit questions there at mock-onefinancial.com. But we want to thank Mayor Christie for being here today. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. So Mike, you know, everybody knows who regularly listens. Mike's our thought of the day guy. So Mike, Mike pulled another one for us. And I think, I think it's appropriate um, with Mayor Christie here, but it says the purpose of government is to enable the people of a nation to live in safety and happiness. Government exists for the interests of the governed, not for the governors. And that was from Thomas Jefferson. Very so, true. Very wise man. Very true. Yeah. So that's it for today's show. We appreciate everybody listening and we look forward to you joining us next time on the Mach 1 Market Moment. Mach 1 Financial Group, Inc. Mach 1 is an SEC-registered investment advisor located in Bentonville, Arkansas. Mach 1 may only transact business in those states in which it maintains a notice filing or qualifies for an exemption or exclusion from registration requirements. SEC registration does not constitute an endorsement of the firm by the commission, nor does it indicate that the advisor has attained a particular skill level or ability. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. All investment strategies have the potential for profit or loss. The information presented is the sole opinion of the speaker and is not meant to be investment advice. Mach 1 does not provide tax or legal advice. You should speak with your tax or legal advisor regarding your specific situation. For full disclosures, please visit www.mach-1financial.com disclosures.